Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, we are happy to have in studio the Tinderbox Circus Sideshow. And uh, it is a sideshow made up of two people, Trashik, which is this lovely lady. Yes, hi. And Captain Darren Von Awesome. That is me. Which is this lovely man. <laughs> yes, lovely. <laughs> which is probably the coolest name in show business, I think. Rivals uh, Elvis, right? Yeah. yeah. I would like to think so. I put a lot of work into coming up with it. There was like... You're going Rear Admiral Von Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain Von Mediocre. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There are a lot of captains in sideshows. There are a lot of is captains. Is there really? Is that a is. common yeah. thing? There's at it's, least four that okay. we know. Yeah, that we know of and there's probably more first class seaman von mediocre <laughs> <laughs> that's my son actually he's all right so that you you wanted to keep consistent with the rest of the sideshow world with the captain yes and then well, uh, well there's a lot of captains but there's also a lot of reverends there, yeah there's a lot oh. of reverends um uh-huh. that's nice this captain in particular came about after about a half a handle of whiskey mm. and um it was kind of the first string of words that came out of my mouth that sounded kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> Captain! <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that I stayed upright during the, during the creation right. of that stage name. Captain Von No Equilibrium. That's what you want in a captain, someone who can't yeah. stay upright. So for all of you aspiring performers out there, if you're looking to uh, figure out how to get a stage name. Get real drunk. Get a handle of and see what ha- what ha- what comes yes. out of you, exactly. <laughs> and then make sure you have a show partner who will not let you change your stage name under any circumstances. Absolutely, even if you, want you have to. to cement it. So you two are um, you're in the Seattle area performing at a sort of Halloween event, it's uh, a theme Fright park. Fest. Yeah, it's yes. a, that's held at a, a lo- very large theme park right outside of Seattle, and you've been performing what? The- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday. and you you came all the way from Kentucky yes. for this. Oh yeah, and uh, so you're bringing your sort of sideshow style to the Great Northwest. How is it being received? Really well. The gig that we have walked into is actually under Freak Show Deluxe, so therefore the uh, audience has been more or less established. Okay, but so they've been there a, before, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, they've done it. Uh, they started it last year at mm. this location, but it's relatively new to the park in general, having live shows. Uh, so it's been interesting to see the reactions. I guess yeah. people get super excited about yeah. having live interaction in a show format as opposed to like a haunted house yeah well we went uh, Louie and I yeah. we went the other night and we it was sort of like a lot of teenagers it was <laughs> yes. like, so many teenagers it was crazy I was like this is like a high school dance almost yeah oh yeah absolutely. except it was $30 and we didn't need our ASB card <laughs> equally <laughs> equally as scary though yeah oh yeah there's plenty of dark corners yeah or said teenagers yeah I'm uh, pretty, pretty sure there's some Fright Fest babies being made in there somewhere. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And we're chasing them off of our stage, like, constantly. Frequently. Not in the middle of the act. Right. Um, we're not that inquisitor. We'd at least, you know, they're, they're like, let's let them look finish. for a quiet corner of here. Oh, this show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I was amazed because, you know, your performing situation is not necessarily ideal, but you guys right. were pros and you didn't let it bother you. There was oh, like yeah. this big stage and then there's a giant walkway. That's a main thoroughfare. That's a main thoroughway. Yeah, and main then your the audience park. is on a hill behind that. And, yeah. you know, and they, the very, they're very attentive and very captive. But yeah, that walking right in front of us is like, for me, I would just the whole show, I would just destroy anybody walking. Yeah, totally. What can I do to put you into my show? (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Well, there's definitely the moments of, you know, if there's a good dry spot in the show where either Captain Darren or whoever else is with us will be like, hey, you. Why are you walking? You need to be right here and then put them on the spot and make them feel really nice. That's yeah. good. The problem um, comes That's what teenagers when, love. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Teenagers love to be the center of attention. The problem <laughs> is there are hundreds of people walking in front oh, of the stage, God. between the stage and the audience. Hundreds of people. So you got to kind of pick and choose. I'm going to let that one go. Uh, because he looked boring. I'm going to let this, yeah, this group go. I love how you're judging um, what, what people to heckle. Yes, exactly. We by. have to pick because otherwise we'd, our show would be nine hours long and it would just be heckling audience members walking by. Do you ever have like the old guy in the walker <laughs> 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 snail face crossing Hurry it up. Hurry it up. No, get up, Grandpa. They, they normally get tired about halfway through and just find a seat in the stands. Smart, smart. Uh, yeah. So can we take it back all the way to sort of, um, you know, not – Sideshow is it's kind of made a resurgence mm-hmm. in, in the sort of last few years. Where did where did you where did the two of you start? Uh, was there something in particular as a kid, teenager, adult that stood out? You saw something that was like, I want to do that, or you're always weird, or you know? um, well, I started I started learning about kind of the history of Sideshow um, in the early 2000s as a piercing apprentice, uh, as a body piercer. I started reading about the Jim Rose Circus mm-hmm. and then going back even farther than that, going into, you know, the World of Wonders sideshows yeah. and all the sideshows of old. Uh, and from, from like, chapter one, book one, I just completely fell in love with it. Yeah. And I wanted to learn all the things. And it was just kind of a hobby, just something to impress my friends at parties and score free beer. And then Trash Eek and I kind of met – and I mean, we actually met. Yeah, we, we didn't kind of. We meet. kind of. We kind of met. <laughs> He's still working um, out the details yeah, on right. that. All <laughs> these years we're, later, we're still meeting um, every once in That's a while. That's how long of an impression you've made. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and then uh, at the around the same time, like maybe a week into her and I meeting, uh, I started actually performing and kind of convinced her to come out and see the show and see what I was doing. And yeah, his uh, the first gig he invited me to was a Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, um, <laughs> where he was performing solo and he was doing just what we would call like the basic acts of sideshow. So yeah. glass walking, human blockhead, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And at the end of his little bit that he did, because it ran maybe about 25 minutes or so, um, I'm just standing there watching kind of, but not really in awe, just sort of in awe of the idea that this was something that people did yeah, and that it could hold people's attention. But not in awe at the fact that it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ended his bit with uh, uh, stapling uh, 
napkins to his oh, okay. chest. Yeah. Whereas there you was know, a bit, there was a bit there, but it didn't, it didn't play. Right, at all. it did not play uh-huh. in this audience specifically. It was a very drunk bar. Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> I wasn't so, entirely a sober performer either. Oh, absolutely uh-huh. not. The photos from that era are amazing, and I'll definitely have to send them to you guys. Yeah. But he had ended it by stapling bar napkins to his chest, whereas now that has turned into having other people staple money yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then it was just that, and I saw that, and afterwards I went up to him and I was like, hey, I really like what you're going for here. I think this is a very interesting <laughs> I like what you attempted. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like I was pretty nice in the moment. We can polish up this turd a little bit. Yes. yes. That's exactly what happened. I definitely was like, you know, uh, okay. Uh, eight years later, we're still polishing that turd. Hey, Absolutely. Hey, hey. Absolutely. It's a well-refined turd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, you know, that's kind of the start of us is I fell in love with it as a kid and just... Mm-hmm. I, I, from minute one, I, I had to do it. knew I knew that this yeah. was like this right. is something I've got to do. What's your What are your favorite acts to do? Ooh, Ooh. probably my favorite right now, uh, mostly just because I'm a work in progress on it and I'm practicing constantly is bullwhip artistry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just doing basic targeting. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to become a little better at the flourishes, ah. <laughs> like, mm. popping them and spinning them and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I'm not quite. To where I want to be, but it's been a lot of fun learning. But I would say that one's probably my favorite right now. But overall, my absolute favorite is pincushion, which is stabbing it's, needles. Through yes, you? Okay. stabbing needles. Well, not stabbing, but you know, there's a bit of stabbing. There's a little it's, bit. It's got to go through. <laughs> it starts piercing. Piercing. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite just from the the idea of it being such an old act in yeah. sideshow mm-hmm. and it being one that is very much going to elicit a response, good or bad, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anywhere you do it. Do you so, do, yeah. like, through the cheek? Or yeah. like And then do you do, ah. uh, <laughs> He does through the mandible. Yeah, I, um, I can go through my bottom jaw. She hasn't got quite gotten there yet. No. Uh, she does through the skin on the front of her neck. Yes. And through her chest mm. and yes. arm and... She yeah. She's... Uh, I hate doing pincushion uh, because I'm a great big baby. Um... <laughs> And it doesn't feel good. Well, uh, no. I mean, it doesn't for me either, because that's always like the follow-up question is, you just don't feel pain, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not the case. But for me, my favorite act is, is sword swallowing by far and above. It's, it was the act that, it was well, it was one of the acts that really helped me fall in love with the art form. And for the entirety that I was learning stunts, that was the goal. I wanted to learn sword swallowing. I wanted to learn sword swallowing. So when I finally got the opportunity, it's I got I got completely obsessed. I own way too many swords now. Way too many yeah. swords. Um, now, are there certain swords you can swallow, or ones you can't? I mean, I'm gonna imagine like a super sharp blade. You don't want to right there. There's some there's some prep work that goes into each sword, but you know you don't want to swallow anything jagged that's got like. Like a swordfish bill or anything. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. Uh, but but I have I have a whole wide variety of swords. I've got curved swords and zigzag swords and swords that are like an inch and a half wide and super skinny swords that I can do all kinds of fun stuff with now. And that was kind of the classic act of sideshow. Yeah. Is when you think sideshow, the one of the first things that pops in your head is the sword swallower. It's like sword swallower, fire eater, mm-hmm. and then like bearded lady. Yeah. Right. And, and I can hit I two bl- out of like three. Blockhead. Of I don't yeah. think. I, Classic. See, I don't know if mo- most people think of Blockhead. So, like, for me, Blockhead's. Oh, so if you're listening and you away. don't know what Blockhead is. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the human Blockhead is the, an act where you take a nail or a similarly shaped object and you drive it into your sinus cavity. 
uh, like drive it back into your face. So it lo- it's going towards your ears, like yeah. straight towards the back yeah. of your head. Yes. It's not going up your nose like your finger when you're chasing a booger. It's going straight back. Uh, just Google it. It's yeah. on Wikipedia. Well, there's, all, there's the cool, like, um, x-ray of the guy with the nail in his nose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the owner of that x-ray is another captain. Uh, it's Captain Stab Tuggo out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Stab Yeah. He goes by Captain Steel now because yeah. his, oh, I know because his, think, yeah. his yeah. show partner let him change his Do you think when now. he comes on the boat and he's, like, making the announcement to the passengers, he's like, this is Captain Stug... What is it? Captain Stab They're like, uh, we'd like to get off. Or, like, he's just, he's just on vacation going on a cruise ship where they do they announce you when you walk on. Yeah. <laughs> this is the not... Mariner the Mariner of the Sea. Welcome the family of Captain, Captain Stab Tuggo. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the plane that's having it, like the pilot's gotten sick is there a pilot on the plane <laughs> Captain Stab Tuggo <laughs> right here so you learned Blockhead yeah. and then what was after that uh, after that I started working with fire I started working with fire eating and fire breathing yeah that um, was the second time I hung out with him was him showing off his yeah uh, fire eating skills, fire. Uh, or lack thereof because I oh. definitely lit my face on fire nice. uh, he had a full Full beard. Like six months of when we beard first growth uh, that went up in a brilliant fireball. Wow. Luckily, uh, it was snowing. So you, you stuck around. It was snowing. It was, it was snowing. Did you, you go, like, cartoon style, face into the snowbank? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, kind of. Uh, wow. So so the story goes, and I love this story <laughs> because uh, it, it, uh, I don't know, it's just one of my very favorites. I was using an improper fuel. For, for audience members who know not much about fire eating, you use two separate different fuels. You use a fuel on your torch, and you use a fuel for breathing. Hey, fire. don't give away all the secrets yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to play this close to the chest. Um, not that he can't Google that. But. And and so, so you have the two different fuels, and you don't cross fuels. You don't breathe with torch fuel, and you don't eat with breathing fuel. And I was using torch fuel for both, ah. like a fool. Mm lit my beard on fire which caught the rest of my face on fire I pulled my hoodie I was wearing a hoodie and I pulled the hood of my my sweater over my face to put my face out and kind of just fell to the ground in shock Uh, and then after a few (laughs) seconds of making sure that I wasn't dead I noticed this sound coming from across the street and it was Trashik laughing (laughs) her ass off like it was the funniest thing she had ever seen it really was up to that point in my 19 year old life little Uh, did she know there would be more beards that you would catch on fire absolutely (laughs) lots of mustaches yeah it's it I I, you should make like this is the most mustache I've ever had you should make like a coming into like an advent calendar so it's got your picture before Four, and then you <laughs> and then, peel it open and, and it's just gone and it's just and charred hair and you know, 24 days coming into Christmas <laughs> ooh we can make it scratch and sniff oh ooh. yeah there you go <laughs> That would be the burnt that, burnt hair scratch and sniff. You should yeah, that would be good yeah. promo afterwards. You have the the stickers, yeah, the before yeah, and they yeah, can yeah. scratch it and smell it. Yes, in the after. <laughs> sounds great. Coming soon to a Tinderbox Circus sideshow online store near you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this as a career? Like uh, the two of us have been doing this together for about eight years. Okay. Yeah. It'll be eight years next month. Yeah, yeah it will. Yeah. And about well, how many shows a year do you do? By show count, we're up and over two hundred a year. Nice. At this point, yeah. it's a good portion of the year. Yeah, uh, we pretty much go off of a, a traditional circus schedule mm. where you know we tour as soon as it's warm. Yeah, we're gone. Yeah. And as soon as it gets way too cold, we're home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then we've been doing this as as our sole. This is our job. This is all right. we got. Yeah. We don't go home and like 
go back to the Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, or the coffee shop. Uh, we've been doing that for three or four years now. Nice. I think I've been yeah, doing it for four. Three. Good for you. Yeah. For about three. Yeah. Um, it's tough, but it's livable. What's some like reactions that you get? I mean, you're performing in places that are they're not necessarily there to see the sideshow. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like, the so I imagine a lot. Yeah. Some of the venues you probably perform for at bars or something like people pay t- admission or they're there to see the yes. sort of weirdness. But like when you're performing in places that are not sort of specifically made for your act, what's some responses that you normally get? What's some common things people say or the, some weird, weirded out responses? Right. I think the norm for the event, like what we're doing right now at the theme park is, oh, I could do that. Oh, yeah. That's always yeah, the common thing with anyone. Yeah. From oh, like 14-year-old boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Or like, oh, I bet that didn't hurt or whatever. That's not real. Or Yeah, yeah we get a lot sort of, of that. Yeah. And on... On the complete opposite of that, we get a lot of especially smaller children coming up to us with just, just nails in their noses and, <laughs> right, already. and, and kind of like, that? I want to do that. I, I want to be a part of that, yeah. which is. Yeah. Well, I, That's mean, cool. I think we That's can all great. agree that teenagers are absolutely the worst. Yes. So it's yes. 100%. small children and a good portion of adults actually yeah. are very open and very Do you excited. have like a little pamphlet you hand out to those kids that say like, like so so you want to swallow <laughs> swords? So you want to swallow swords. <laughs> yeah. First, On, you have to inside, tell your parents you're never going to see them again. Yeah, inside the pamphlet, it just says, don't. <laughs> actually, it's a coloring book. Yeah, <laughs> you color and don't. <laughs> Once you can get all the colors outside of the picture, then you're right. ready. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I would say probably... Outside of these sorts of events, like in the bars and clubs and music venues we do, a pretty common reaction is either complete disgust, but the kind Mm -hmm. of disgust where you put your hand over your face, but you're actually looking through your fingers anyways, Uh just because you can't stop. That's pretty normal. Or just the, I guess the... Just, we get a lot... The adoration, I guess, sort of thing. I can't think of a better word. Straight up, like, rock and roll fandom screaming yeah. yelling and yeah and- well that's the really interesting thing and something that we work really hard on is being in the clubs instead of doing just fairs or just mm-hmm. carnivals like being a part of that club circuit yeah where people are there who they band. yeah they want to see you they yeah. do yeah. they do and they treat you differently that's than so they would better. a band yeah but it's it's so cool to be able to get into that sort of field and have that sort of like a uh, niche carved out mm. for sideshow. Yeah. There's not a lot of that. Absolutely. Is it hard traveling with your gear, like flying through airports? You're like, I have 18 swords and <laughs> in my carry on for flying, which we don't do a lot of. No. We've done more flying this year than, than ever. Mm-hmm. And that's twice. We, what will, what, what we end up doing is we just print out a note Right. And some pictures of us doing weird stuff, oh, and like put them in the yeah. suitcase yeah. for the TSA agents to look at when, like, when they ask why are there so many swords right. and, a, and a bear trap in this suitcase? Yes. Um, Old school hunting, yeah. You know, you know. So we just leave a note. But for for the vast majority of our touring, we're we're in a van. We we tour very much like a band. You know, we got we we can get a two, two and a half hour show in the back of our van. We've we've got and still have room and still have room <laughs> for, for clothes. Because, you know, we've done this enough to where we could, we've we trimmed down and, like, really got our Tetris game on point. But, yeah, there's uh, a lot of Tetrising, for sure. Yeah, I would imagine. you got a bed of, of nails. Oh, yeah. yeah like nothing's, a, nothing's square. Oh, yeah. Nothing's, nothing's yeah. like, regularly right. yeah. shaped. Right. We can Does use the bed that. of nails go on top of the bear trap? <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Uh, what can we set on top of this that's not going to break it? 
Yeah, what's what's not going to like fall over and hit the back window of the van and cause the back window of the van to explode? Right, um, absolutely. What, what what won't break on top of the bed of nails? Hey, Captain Von Awesome, <laughs> yeah. get back there! <laughs> all right, so uh, any is there any like weird story that stands out in your mind from like all the shows that you've done or being on the road or something that's that happened that was like, oh, this is like way outside of what we're used to hearing, which is funny to say to you guys. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, the one that comes to, to mind for me uh, is we were in Louisville, Kentucky, performing at uh, kind of like an outdoor rock, like 80s hair metal kind of thing. I think we opened for like oh. Striper or Wasp or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, You're uh, way too excited about opening right. for Wasp. No, I was too excited about that in general because it it's such a bizarre It was pretty rad. Thing. Was it, that's a metal band or yeah, just a bunch of like, Italian guys? Like hair metal. It's a cover band dressing in like super tight spandex outfits with the hair in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, nice. It was pretty excellent. Yeah. They only do blind melon covers. Right? At the end of our show, we typically we do a, a, a blow-off or a collection of tips we pass the hat but for us we have audience members bring their tips up to us and they get to staple it to our bodies mm-hmm. using a carpenter's staple gun mm-hmm. and uh, there was a guy in the audience watching this happen who maybe had had a few drinks and he passed out he fainted but we were in an outdoor event in a parking lot so he fainted I was going to say that oh. wasn't the to, unusual part to that was the, yeah the concrete bounced his head off the concrete. Yeah. The whole event ground to a halt so that they could get the ambulance in to pick this guy up <laughs> and drive him out. Nice. Yeah. That was definitely one of the strangest. And when moments. he woke up, he had dollar bills all over his right. face. I, so. right. I can only hope so. <laughs> and then one dick drop. Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> Be a man. I know. I'm trying to think of unusual Dude, stories. maintain. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I want to compliment you guys because uh, I really enjoyed your show. Uh, you know, Thank a lot of much. like a lot of the sideshows. You know, I don't feel is very accessible to like a normal audience, like conservative yes. person. I feel like sometimes like they're just sort of in your face, and you guys are very accessible. You're very likable. And you have it down. You present it in a way that is great for, I think, everybody. So uh, if you want to check them out, that's tinderboxcircussideshow.com. They got a shop. They got photos. They got a little blog. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all of that. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Pornhub. <laughs> you got your Pornhub you channel. <laughs> you should, you should the advertise por- there. Why not? The, por- the Pornhub thing is a joke for now. So if you're listening to this podcast in like... A couple weeks, it might not be. If a it joke gets anymore. you a gig, you know, right? <laughs> get you, go where the gigs are. Get you some yeah. likes. <laughs> Going everywhere we're not supposed to. All right. Well, thanks so much Pretty for uh, coming on our podcast. Do you guys want to stick around and do a story with us? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be way into that. Let's do awesome. It's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. The current 50-star U.S. flag was designed by a 17-year-old Robert Heft for a school project. He received a B-. minus. 
Okay, so this story, uh, it's a little bit older, but it comes from OrlandoSentinel.com. That's a new source more reliable than the trunk of a car that's secured by a bungee cord. Oh, yeah. It's like the people who have the mattress on the top of their... their car and they just have their arms holding it. Yeah, what do they call yeah. that? It's a, it's a redneck roll cage? <laughs> yes. The, uh, the story goes, For your amusement, Gibsonton is a historical sideshow. The popularity of American Horror Story freak show sparked a resurgence of interest in circus folk and the carny lifestyle, albeit from a murderous perspective. I like how it's like, you could live the rock star lifestyle or the carny lifestyle. I'm going carnage. Yes. <laughs> it's much cheaper. <laughs> you guys live both, kind of. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, <laughs> You're the rock star carny. <laughs> <laughs> the carny rock star. That's my new bumper it's sticker. Rock stars are kind of right like now. carnies in the beginning, though, right? Yeah. Before they like, get yeah. famous. So true, some of the inspiration likely came from the real-life scandal surrounding the Lobster family. Grady Styles, a.k.a. Lobster Boy, had... How do I pronounce it? Ectrodactyly. Okay, yeah, whatever they said. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, rockstarcarney.com available. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Oh, how do I say it? Ectro... Ectrodactyly. All right, which is fused fingers and toes that create claw-like appendages. He was an abusive alcoholic who shot his daughter's fiance to death the night before their wedding. He was a dick. Yeah, yeah. I've seen documentaries on that guy. He seemed... uh, that's yeah, tough life, though, right? Yeah. Yes. There's a pretty good last podcast on the left series about the Lobster Claw okay. murders. Uh, for those of you who want to hear about drunken alcoholic lobster people, oh, what was it? What did the what's the conclusion that they came to? Is uh, a, he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything I've ever seen on him is that he is a dick. <laughs> that's in the end of like the the, the de- 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 detective report. He's a dick. Yeah. Super yeah, dick. It has nothing to do with lobster claws and everything to do with dickism. <laughs> yes. Such infamy has drawn gawkers to the sleepy town of Gibsonton in Hillsborough County, the traditional wintering home for circus folk since the heyday of nomadic entertainment during the Great Depression. Gib Town, as locals call it, was yeah, because one... it's such a fast-paced lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't leave out a syllable. Got stuff to do. <laughs> got got lobster boy murders. <laughs> it was once a haven for human oddities, as the performers often called themselves. Local zoning laws allowed elephants and tigers to be kept in front lawns. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, there there's still a couple animal trainer families down there, but they're all like dog and pony shows. Gotcha. So you'll you'll see like performing dogs in people's front yards sometimes. Well, there's there are definitely still like a couple of trailers that are yeah. still there too, where you can see that the, they, the old elephant trailers. Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. Is there houses there? Yeah, yeah, in the form of trailers. Okay. Yeah, lots of single wides, <laughs> single wides, <laughs> but no like you know built houses like this or. There, there are a couple of built houses. Yeah, the one they're all run down. No one lives in them though, because those are <laughs> I mean, those are the trailers that they take on the road to live in, and then just no, so, oh, just okay. mobile homes. Gotcha. Yeah, like uh, they'll just have you know you have your little square of land, and you'll put your trailer on it, and then and then you probably brought your house trailer, your travel travelable trailer, and mm-hmm. parked it next to it. Yeah, yeah. but and then you've got your semi trailer that you used to keep all your crap in, right. but it's just like hanging out in the corner of the yard, and it's dilapidated and huh. The yard space down there is amazing. Just so they were through. upscale freaks because they have multiple trailers. No. They're big ballers. I wouldn't even call that upscale. <laughs> I would just call it normal. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so resident performers these days are more likely to be working acts like fire breathers and sword swallowers than people with physical deformities. And you're more likely to see dilapidated carnival rides in front yards than large exotic animals. Right. Oh, I, I just did a, a favor for someone that runs an amusement company and, and they forced me to take money. It was super because I didn't want to take his money, but he was super like mob feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's the sweetest guy in the world, though. Like, the, like <laughs> no, Carney, Carney Folk uh, and Carnival workers and and especially carnival ride owners they've got like their own code it is very mafia yeah. feeling it's yeah there's yeah there's, but if you're in you're in Ooh, yeah do you guys know any unwritten code for the carnival carny people yeah. um, i don't think we're supposed to talk about okay it. <laughs> it's, also, yeah. it's also unspoken uh i can i can say this it's not a cotter pin you know what a cotter pin is yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not a cotter pin on the carny circuit on the lot it's an r key ah because it's shaped like an r because it's shaped like these an r. codes have never been written down because a lot of them can't write it down yes <laughs> that is un- that's not shit talking that is unfortunately true. oh right <laughs> there's still plenty to see in showtown usa gibson tin has more nicknames than sean puffy daddy combs Ooh, look at orlando sentinel throwing out, throwing out some jokes <laughs> the international independent showman's association iisa compromised more than 4500 members in the outdoor amusement industry has a fantastic museum dedicated to the traveling show located in a single wide <laughs> Actually, I think Doc has a double wide now. Um, oh, good! It's two singles. They, they, re, they remodel. The museum might be the biggest building in Gibtown. Really? And it's, Is it's, it interesting? it's about a house size. We actually did not get to go uh, because it was closed the days that we were every there. time we go. Yeah, it's closed. It's closed. <laughs> Is this the place that has like the uh, the post office for like for midgets? Like for yep. has like a little place yep. for small people to yes. like. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And there's also a high one for the tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like right. every, for for a while, and it's not like this on, anymore because of kind of the decline of the industry and and the decline of having natural born performers in shows. Uh, but when it when it was at its biggest, Gibtown was tailored to natural borns to freaks. Uh-huh. So it had right. the tiny post office. It yeah. Had, uh, so it had like the ladies' hair salon with the hot shave. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. The the woman who worked uh, at the the campground because it was the giants' camp where you could just bring your travel trailer in and and that's where you would stay during the winter was a half woman. She had nothing mm. like from her belly button down, and yeah. she'd just rock around on her little uh, jazzy scooter. And uh, and everything was kind of tailored to them, which was really wow. Really cool. That is super cool. It's like the most ADA accessible town yeah. in America. <laughs> that was home. Displays include antique working rides such as the American Beauty Merry Go Round and the first Ferris wheel in America, as well as bedecked trailers and wagons, midway games, and carnival food displays. It's like how kids get their allowance. Like, you can have your $10, but you got to knock over these milk bottles. Yeah. <laughs> if you do that to my kids. That sounds, that sounds great, actually. All, bu- all businesses, I think, should apply some sort of carnival yeah. game yeah. system. Now, you have the option to win your overtime this week. Um, you got to squirt water in this clown space. <laughs> If you want to ogle some wonders of the world, there's a life-size sideshow exhibit with mannequins in costumes and displays dedicated to legendary performers such as Johan Pudersen, the Viking giant who wore size 62 shoes, and the world's strangest married couple, which was Al the giant and Jeannie the half-girl, Tamani, 
who was eight foot four point five inches tall. She had no legs and was two foot five inches tall. That's yeah, crazy. that's who you were talking about. Yeah, that's Jeannie, Jeannie uh, ran the camp after Al died. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They even have a black beaded costume worn by burlesque idol and cinema starlet Gypsy Rose Lee. The museum is open Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 5 p.m. or closed whenever you're there. Yes. yes. <laughs> Don't go with us. <laughs> it says closed on holidays, but what holidays are on Saturday and Sunday? Like Easter. I think that that's like, those are the hours that are on the door, and the actual hours are whenever I fucking feel like Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, whenever I'm sober enough there. to open the, <laughs> flip, flip the open flip. sign. Right. <laughs> Uh, while in Gibtown, take a ride to the Al Tamani Boot Monument, a replica of his 35-inch high size 25 boot. It's located on U.S. Highway 41, south of Alafia River, at of the former location of the Giant Camp, a fish camp and restaurant that Al and Jeannie ran for decades. Yes, and the boot is there, and you yep. can see it anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it doesn't close. I like yeah. the old-timey show. Like, did you ever meet uh, Bobby Reynolds? I never met him. Mm-mm. No, we've not, we've not met him. I've I've talked to him via someone else. Like yeah, he has. Middle, he, we uh we're pretty good friends with with sideshow historian James Taylor, and James mm-hmm. kind of middlemaned a conversation yeah. with, with Bobby for me. Um, but I've not actually met him. We we did get the very great pre- pleasure of meeting Ward Hall and Chris Christ. Uh, before Ward before Ward passed this Ward year. passed this year. Uh, who were legendary showmen, ran uh, the longest-running sideshow in history that's still going. Right, um, the World of Wonders Amazement Show. Yeah, taken Sweet. over by Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Breen. Breen. Yep. So if you, run, if you run a sideshow, you have to be named Tommy, I learned. It's yeah, it's, it helps. It's not required, <laughs> but it certainly helps. Or something just ends in a Y or an IE, <laughs> yes. right? It starts with Tom. <laughs> that's right, yeah, KT. So you've been to this this uh, Gibson 10, what, pretty cool, worth going? To? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say for just the normal traveler maybe Mm. um maybe it wouldn't be as interesting to them any longer it is a shell of what it once was okay but for anyone who is enthusiastic about sideshow or circus or any of that i think it would be incredible yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to to walk around the like the neighborhood streets if you're if sideshow or circus history or carnival history is kind of your thing just walking around and looking at some of the, the old yeah trailers and rides and things that are people just have in their yard because where the hell else are you going to put it? Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah. And we were toured around by the world of wonders cast, mm-hmm. um, which was extra cool. Yeah. So we got, yeah. we got, we got, well, you have the end. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like we got, uh, this trailer was from this show. It hauled this. Also, that guy's an asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would imagine that followed most things. Yeah. yeah. But I will dick, say dick, 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 asshole. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will say though, if you do decide that you want to go to give town, um, the one place that is never closed is Showtown USA, um, yeah. which is the local hunt. It's kind of a yeah, bar, it's a, it's um, a cool. restaurant, all in one, and it has murals. How still? many people are they still there? Or are they painted some, over now? Some of the murals are still there. They've painted over a lot of it, but some of them are still there. Like these uh, intricate, also, beautiful. Uh, oh, cool! Circus You're gonna feel murals. a little dirty walking in because Absolutely. it is kind of that like small town hillbilly kind of dive bar feeling. Uh, but best omelet I think I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, so the people that live there now are is are they descendants of the people? 
are they related people, or is it just people, now it's just sort of open to a lot of those people are are the old timers like the people who have aged out they're not really traveling they're not mm. really performing anymore but they're not going to go anywhere else because yeah. Gibb Town has been That's their how, home forever yeah. uh, and then it's a lower income area so you get a lot of lower income Floridians which is gotcha. a whole different kind of beast of a human uh, <laughs> oh, right around, well Florida uh, is not actually a state I don't think no it's a vortex. It is, of... sort of. <laughs> it's just a piece of another planet that brought kind of some, something weird down. Well, and there's it's, probably... It's what killed the dinosaurs, I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's probably, like, carnies... Write it down. Oh, right. There's probably carnies that choose to move there just mm-hmm. because of, yeah. the, of the history. Well, I think yeah. it's cool that, you know, historically there was a place that they could go that they weren't ogled at, yeah. where they were just could mingle with fellow right. people that were just just as normal you as know, they are. Like, if I had the choice to retire, you're like, oh, I can go to the banker town or the carnival town. Yeah. Go to the carnival town. Absolutely. Not, not the nine yeah. to five banker town. Boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah. I think that's awesome. It's, it's a shame that it's sort of you know, become a little run down, but it you know. is. Well, it's kind. Of, it's kind of followed trend with the rest of Florida. Well, <laughs> well the rest of the, the rest of Florida, um, but the rest of kind of the sideshow and carnival industry. There yeah. was a huge decline in the outdoor entertainment, in variety entertainment yeah, absolutely. in general. Yeah, and we're just you know just scrabbling to st- keep our right. heads above well, water at this point. Well, there's several other museums and mm-hmm. exhibits and the such that have closed down in recent years too. Yeah. So. And and a lot of the the carnivals that are still out there don't go to Florida to winter anymore because the seasons have gotten longer. If you're not employing, uh, you know, a crap ton of live shows, you're filling that space with rides. And yeah. You can winter a ride a lot better than you can winter a human. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma has a big carny population now. Right. Um, Wisconsin has a pretty huge circus yeah. population. Yeah. They've actually got the uh, the World Circus Museum in Wisconsin now. Well, Baraboo, yeah. Gibbs, Gibsonton was was kind of the first. It was the first and only for a we long, call, we long call time. We call it Gibson here because Gibson, Gibson, Gibson. We had to drop a whole. Gibson, we're fast paced. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's definitely worth a visit, especially on a weekend when you can go see the museum because the museum's uh, incredible. From what I've been told, I can't wait to see it myself the next time we're through. Yeah. I'm gonna Finger, call, fingers I'll, crossed. We'll, we'll call people. We will call people that we know and get that door open <laughs> next time. All right. Well, thanks for sitting in and lending uh, lending us the knowledge of firsthand experience of being there. I appreciate that. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, we want to thank the Tinderbox Circus for coming and sitting in with us in the studio. We're very lucky to have them uh, come by and chat with us uh, during a break from their busy schedule. What was not mentioned in that whole episode was that Louie's mom was here sitting in (laughs) studio quietly judging us. Yes, just like in high school when she would go over my homework. Yeah. It was a She I, didn't correct us, but she silently judged us. <laughs> it was a fall from from grace in Lynn <laughs> Louis's mom's eyes of her son who yes. she thought was a, a pharmacist. Yeah, she thought she thought I was an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I want to thank everyone for sitting in on that. If and if you'd like to check out any information on the Tinderbox Circus or the news story that we talked about, check out everything on our website, which is oddandoffbeat.com. 
And then be sure to uh, check out our photo meme contest. Every Thursday we put one of those up. You can check that out on our website, on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. Absolutely. And you can actually see all the old meme winners uh, on the website. We have them uh, posted nice and uh, well laid out for your humorous... Once we get enough of them, we should make a coffee table book. Yeah, I think we will, like or like a little calendar. We can or like send a out. deck of cards. Absolutely, <laughs> the, the photo meme winner of the month. <laughs> you just rip off the page. We should have a monthly winner. That'd be good. So yeah, check that out. That comes out every Thursday, and then we announce the winners on Sunday. And of course, the funniest caption wins some odd and offbeat swag. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any news stories that you've come across that you want to share with us and like us to discuss, you can send that to info at oddandoffbeat.com. Where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show? Oh, I'll be performing at the Seattle Tacoma International Airport with my flea circus um, every day (laughs) (laughs) through Christmas Eve uh, from 8 a.m. to noon. Oh, nice. But you got to be through security, so you got to buy a plane ticket to Boise to see me. If you want to see... Oh, specifically Boise. Boise. Are you going to be hanging out next to the Boise flights? Yeah, they'll be hanging out at the N4 gate. People who fly to Boise love flea shows. A yes. lot of people don't know that. This is my second year doing it. And last year, after the season was over, and I would go to travel, the TSA people all knew me. Oh, that's awesome. So I'd be going through the line, and the lady would be like, yo, that's the guy with the fleas. <laughs> That's always a good, that's what you want shouted out at you. Yeah. That's, that's how you guy, want to get recognized. That's what the guy behind me once shouted out, <laughs> the guy in front of him uh, going through the metal detector. Uh, that's where can, awesome. Where can they catch the Matt Baker show? I will be on uh, Royal Caribbean's Liberty of the Seas. I fly out to Jamaica the day after tomorrow and uh, be sailing around to Jamaica, Mexico, and to Galveston. Oh, Galveston, hot spot. Yeah, I'm thinking about moving there. Now you mentioned that. I'm thinking about it. Um, so you can do that if you want to have a nice little sunny uh, break in your December. Come out and check it out. We'll have some laughs. And uh, my show is free of fleas. It is fleeless. So as far as you know, <laughs> you're gonna pick up something in Galveston. Mostly, I have, probably it'll be full of ticks, uh, some sort of larva, and uh, bot flies. <laughs> oh, but have you have you ever seen bot fly? Uh, I've seen the episode of Monsters Inside Me where the guy had like the bot fly living in his head. Yeah, yeah, I, I will, about once every three months, we'll watch bot flies, uh, or watch people pull bot flies out of them on YouTube. It is crazy, man. You you know there's a thing called Netflix that actually has good content? No, man. <laughs> you want the real stuff. I don't want, like, edited, you know, I want to see people in real pain. I want to see people pulling bot flies out of them. Oh, it's crazy. Once yeah. every couple of months, it's on the schedule. Yeah, I, I got. I set my Alexa and she reminds me. <laughs> for, for bot flies? <laughs> She's, she scours the internet for bot, new Botfly <laughs> videos for me to watch. <laughs> if you haven't seen them, it's amazing. Yeah, it way. is pretty wild. So, so yeah, if you can, uh, subscribe to us, rate us, tell your friends about us. Um, be sure to check out Tinderbox Circus and Louie's Mom. Yep. And if you have any awesome Botfly videos, text them to Matt. That would be amazing. I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Have a weird week. We are out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, because normal is boring. This episode is sponsored by the first ever male lingerie store, Victoria's Secret. It's no real secret. Men need to feel sexy, too. Victoria's Secret.